Mamma mia, swear to God, man, pimp game so deep in Mexico, they say a pimp showed up on a tortilla. It's the going off podcast. We were just listening to uh, Why You Bullshitting Part 2 <laughs> by Sugar Free to Pimp. And it, it's such a strange affair. Like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't... It it's it doesn't feel like a normal rap song. You hear like these echoing like uh I don't know fucking ghosts in the background like <laughs> and it just starts off it just sounds like he's in the middle of being angry at someone. Like <laughs> this someone just pressed record there. Like he was getting pissed off and talking about someone and they were just like, dude, this would be good. So uh, hit the record button. <laughs> He was just venting about someone. He's like, yeah, man gets G's for his beats. Y'all ain't heard? And then, like, they they garble something. He's like, dude. But then you're thinking, like, oh, maybe this is, like, the edited version. But the next thing he says is five long motherfucking years, and they don't edit that. So, like, what the hell did they edit out? <laughs> we We talked about this after we finished recording last week. And my absolute favorite part, and I'm just going to read this as is, as it's listed on lyrics websites, okay? Um, chapter 8, verse 6. Bitch gave God ups to me and over you, and contrary to rumor, parentheses, struggling, slapping, whimpering, close parentheses. Now get up and act like you want to do something then, bitch. <laughs> If you listen to the whole thing, what what they they really underplay it because a lot goes on. It's more than just struggling, slapping, and whimpering. It seems as if he was recording the song, everything was going fine. Then someone strolled into the studio because he goes, "Oh wait, hold on a minute!" And he like you hear him like get up and he's just like, "Hey, you fuck!" And he just hear like, a, <laughs> like he just like beat a woman in the studio. It felt like a car door opened. Like did you hear that part? <laughs> no. Like, it sounded like all of a sudden he's on the street and like he was recording this in his car and someone decided to open up the door and like fuck with him. <laughs> See, how do you know this wasn't just recorded on the street then? I might not have been that far off. Like, he, he, this is just the way he talks. Like, he just, he just, every now and then he rhymes and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really seeing too many of that. He goes, uh, yeah, because in this part, he goes like, uh, he says, um, I cast you out in the name of the Son and the, uh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, bitch. <laughs> it's like, chapter 8, verse 6, five games ups to me over you, and contrary to rumor, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, oh shit, hold this. I have fucking business to attend to. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard and it's like it's like a, a fight that takes place in like fast motion like it's like a fast forwarded fight because it happens so quickly yeah it, it, it's almost like some Eminem shit yeah but like not like it's just like comical dude that fucking did you see the thing I shared with you on Twitter what that uh Hobson shared oh yeah I saw that so if you haven't, stop it, B. If you don't, stop it. If you don't follow Hobson on social media, uh, we haven't talked about him since. Uh, what was the name of that album? The pound, the pound, the pound, the pound, <laughs> the pound syndrome. That's right. You know that album? That album about a. Uh, it was like uh, pound puppies or something. <laughs> it was about pounds. Yeah, it was about <laughs> British currency and. Uh, 
Um, he posted a picture on his Facebook of D12 and said something to the effect of, like, <laughs> this is going to be one of his inspirations on his new album. And yeah. boy, oh boy, that's a red flag. And someone po- posted, like, a picture of, like, <laughs> the same picture, but with Hobson, like, photoshopped in all the way in the back, and it said, like, D12 video? I was in the back. <laughs> <laughs> See, th- th- that's the worst part. Like, that needs to be a meme. <laughs> if if you would have, like, any picture of D12 that has Bizarre in the forefront, come on, dude. You couldn't have picked a better picture. I want to get I want to get this lit because it's just it, he's such an asshole, right? Like that that lyric we shared with you earlier, Mamma Mia! Swear to God, pimp game so deep in Mexico. They say pimp showed up on a tortilla, <laughs> and then uh, I learned her. She was she was taking a shit in the shower. Wait, she was taking a shit. I, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> I was taking a shit while she. Wait, no, that's not what the lyric was. He was take. Oh, she was talking shit in the shower. When I was in there taking a piss, I flushed the toilet and burnt her. But it's like I've never heard like a a a a a, a couplet so like lopsided. Because the first line is "I learned her." There's only three three words, and then the next line is "She was talking shit in the shower when I was in there taking a piss. I flushed the toilet and burnt her." <laughs> it's like d- d- what? <laughs> and it's then he like- says. If, if, if someone was a bit more skilled, they could probably make that work. But yeah, it just sounds sloppy. Yeah, and then he says, uh, "I said, bitch, when did I said, bitch, when you do that?" She says, "I think when I said you thought." She said, "Yeah." I said, "Bitch, well, just don't think then." Shit. <laughs> it's like Jesus. It's the most assholeish pimp. Like God. It, it sounds like if someone recited a Cat Williams stand-up yeah. special to music. <laughs> And then, what, and then the part where it's just like it, it just stops rhyming it's just like uh, now it must be the truth cause you know I'm the way can you see the light and then you just hear that in the background do you see the light <laughs> like what the fuck like, you guys have to listen to this song is there any way we could get sugar free on the going off podcast in 2017 <laughs> just explain what's going on in this song that's really all I want because it's my only frame of reference I have no other this dude has put out albums. He has another album coming out this year, okay? <laughs> we can get him on. He can promote the resurrection. And he can tell us all about, uh, uh, why you bullshit in part two. <laughs> and just what, what happened at the end of the verse? Just, and contrary to, like, where, was that supposed to be proving his point? Contrary to rumor, I randomly stop songs to beat people up like <laughs> dude in case album, you thought that's what i didn't do the album why you bullshit in part two was on peaked at number 72 on billboard's uh 200 chart never heard of this before it charted uh dj quick produces like all of his shit so i guess it's something to sleep on yeah. sugar free ain't no slouch yeah yeah Contrary to popular, <laughs> hold on a minute. <laughs> it is, <coughs> he just read, like, he's recording a song, and, he, and he's like, I don't know, he's driving on the way over to, like, one of our houses. <laughs> and contrary oh, no. to room, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he just hears this recording. Yeah, on this recording, you just hear a door open, and he's like, what the hell? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now don't talk, now keep my motherfucking name off your mouth, bitch. Cat Williams does the intro to Just Add Water. And then there's a track called So Fly, 
featuring Snoop Dogg and Cat Williams. This is probably around the same time as the, uh, the blue, blue carpet, carpet treatment, treatment. too. <laughs> probably not much better, to be, to be frank. I tell you, my mom uh, randomly got me a uh, got me the DVD to that when Blockbuster was still popping. No. Yeah. Like uh, so. We so, so when DVD? was this about? This was like oh seven, oh eight. Wow. And this is when I first heard about this uh, movie. And she, I was like, why did you get me this? And she was like, I don't know. You're into hip-hop. I just thought you like it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I was like, well, uh, all right. I might as well check it out. And then I watched it. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I actually wrote a review for it on this uh on the old website that I used to write, like, uh, written yeah. reviews for. And it, was, it wasn't even a review. It was just me, like, ma- make it, fantasizing about what, like, what could have, what, like, uh, what do you call it? What meeting must have been had in order for this album, uh, in order for this movie to exist? <laughs> How did it take so long for you to bring it up to do a crossover review about it? It was, like, almost ten years later. Um, I mean, I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> Dude, how could you fucking forget about that shit? <laughs> it's one of the most, like, surreal things I've ever seen. I... Talking about getting Ronald Reagan on the phone. <laughs> telling him how to cheat on his wife for oh, the God. fuck of it. I hope that was... Wait, did I upload that one to YouTube? Yes. Yeah. That, that's a good-ass video. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that is when we were recording... We had to stop halfway through because um, Nash came through, mm. and he had to get some equipment, and uh, it was like right at that part where we were talking about uh, the whole Ronald Reagan White House shit, <laughs> and you in like like a frenzy was trying to describe what this movie was to him, <laughs> and his face was just like... Uh huh. <laughs> like he's, I couldn't tell if he was just like, I don't fucking care, or the shit. <laughs> this sounds <laughs> like the craziest fucking thing. Yeah, it's on there. Oh my god, this. <laughs> I honestly wish more people had seen this because I like we've never. I, I, we did a cu- we did a couple of like like riff track sort of things where we just kind of like talk over it, sort of like a. So, sort of like that, but th- I think this was our best one. <laughs> I, I, re- I like our Soldier Boy one, too. I, I think if anyone hasn't seen that, they, they should go back and check that out. No, I just... but, but that one was scripted. That's true. Yeah. yeah, see, this one, we... I had seen it before, but I hadn't really had specifically anything planned. It was just like, because we, we were talking about doing a script, but it was cutting it so close, we were just like, fuck it, let's just watch it. <laughs> like, it's bad enough. We're going to have material every couple of seconds. <laughs> My favorite part of the review is the random sponsorship. I think you remember what I'm talking about. Huh? Where it's your oh, reaction... The preacher, like, yeah, whoever get the phone, the other one's going to jail. It's just like, what the fuck? I had forgotten about that shit. I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about where they were like, um, like, this program is brought to you by niggas. 
<laughs> it was a total blank screen. And it just said that. And you fell back on the bed and, like, grabbed your hat so it wouldn't fall off. Like, someone just shoved you. And it was... So So when you're telling me that, like, you saw this so long ago, it's like, how, how could you forget that part? And Nine Inch Dicks, the rapper. <laughs> that guy is out there somewhere, still trying to get his career on, with the name Nine Inch Dicks. We got some advice for you, pal. Is there a way we could get Nine Inch Dicks on the podcast in 2017? It, it's, like, it, it's like the butthole surface, man. It's not going to happen. <laughs> See, at least with them, they have like a pretty solid underground following. I don't think that Nine Inch Dicks got so lucky. I think I would have heard about him by now. Like, does he have a band camp that's really successful that I don't know about? Passion, pain, dragon slaying by your boy, Kid Cuddy. Darren, I'm afraid to ask, what did you think of this album? Ah, uh, well, your Kid K came out and, um, around like 2009, 2008. Yeah. It was like right when Kanye did the 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, with that yeah. Uh, Lonely Stoner song. Yeah, I, mm. I love that song. Was this a Patreon request? Uh, oh, yes, it, it, it was. It was. Fuck me. I, I need to get the... <laughs> God damn it, I'm an asshole. All right. <laughs> uh, can we cut this off? <laughs> <laughs> This was requested by uh, Tyler Gonzalez. Tyler Chaotic Dr. Gonzalez. Oh. This is for you, bro. I decided to look at the track listing. There's, there's 19 tracks on this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no this skits. This was no walk in the park. No skits. Absolutely no skits. Talk about getting bang for your buck. <laughs> My God. So. I listened to it the first time through and, you know, I listened to it the first time while I'm like kind of doing something else, you know, just to have it happening while, you know, just to absorb it the first time. And the first time I was like, eh, I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. Okay, whatever. It's just a very malaise sort of like you can obviously tell he does not open his mouth all the way when he talks or sings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely not. You know, and it's just like. Dude, like, if you don't care, just stop making this music. <laughs> but then, but then, I listened to it a second time. Mm -hmm. And that second time, I, I was able to catch more of the nuances to this album. Okay. You see, in this album, he's going through a transformation. He's going from, you know, <clears throat> his down in the dumps, really depressed state. And trying to move into the light. Trying to move into controlling his own destiny. Not letting depression get the best of him. And, and moving upward and onward with his life. And, I mean, shit, if you're able to make six albums, depression can't be keeping you, your depression can't be keeping you down too much. But, <laughs> you know, like, you know, if he's going through his thing, like, I feel that. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, sometimes depression causes you to be, like, I don't know, like, manic. And it causes you to create more, like, whatever. Sure. But... 
you know, I, I just, <clears throat> I actually, as I was listening to it, I really heard, like, the journey he was going through. Um, and it made me sort of respect it a little bit more. However, um, and I'm not even saying it could, it, it didn't have to be a long album to get to that, but, yeah, there were still a lot of songs in here that didn't need to be here. Uh, for instance, the very first track is called mm. Frequency, and it's just about sex, as far as I can see. Sex and drugs. Yeah, and I don't know, it just didn't, maybe it could be about, like, this is what I'm using to, like, it's showing you this is what I use to get by or whatever. Um, but I don't know, like, the chorus kind of makes it seem like this is a good thing. Like, yeah, widen your view and tune on to the frequency, chill on, love is the rule, follow it to the frequency. So it's painting it like it's a good thing. Like, it, it's just not as clear with what he's trying to do. And it just feels like it's mostly, it's just a couple girls, couple stories, and a couple shrooms, couple girls, and a couple shrooms, couple girls, couple stories, and a couple streams. Just like, <sighs> I fucking yeah. get it. You know what I mean? For um, how much he talks about frequency, he never really explains exactly what he means. Yeah. Which and, is why it makes it more annoying that he brings it back up again only a few songs later. And it's like, oh, so we're back to this. Yeah. You like, seriously, was... you didn't get everything you needed to say about the fucking frequency out in the song called Frequency that in by design, he just brings it back up again. And, uh, and then he's just like, oh, we got a couple nudes sucking boobs, seeing double, seeing double, and it zoom. It was like, I don't know, if you're trying to make a serious album, which is what I thought this was going to be, this started with sucking boobs, like, just doesn't, <laughs> this boobs is not a serious word. <laughs> you know the, what I mean? The first note I have written down for frequency is, is this a joke? Because <laughs> I'm already looking at this in the context of, all right, this is an hour and a half, this is 19 tracks, <laughs> frequency is the first song, it's... It's full of like auto tune, pitch correction. He's the, the, the hums, the humming. Oh my god, you have no idea how many times I wrote humming in my notes. <laughs> oh my fucking god, he could fuck off with his humming and this his moaning. Album, this whole album just sounds like him warming up. <laughs> like you were saying earlier, it sounds like he's like his mouth is only open half the time. The rest of the time he doesn't even bother to open it. <laughs> what if what if like when he does sing or rap, that's when he's able to get his mouth open, but the other times it's like closed down and he like can't open it up. He's like No fuck it. Yeah. Like he has like a, a serious affliction where he can't open his mouth all the way, like sometimes. And he's just like, no, but the music needs to get out. Fuck it, I'll hum it. Keep the track going. But he can't say that. He just points to him and goes, <laughs> I picture him like one of those uh, aquarium clams. You know, where it's like, it's closed that every so often. It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> just lets a few bubbles out. Then, ah. <laughs> and that's just closed again for the next minute. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's I found the humming kind of endearing after a while. I hated it <laughs> i absolutely hated it the, the only other thing i noticed about frequency besides that my god the song was way too fucking long it's impossible to be taken seriously when he's saying stupid shit like sucking and, boobs 
and there's like auto-tune going on. If there's auto-tune going on, I can't take what you're saying seriously. That's just for me personally. But there's also this weird duck quack that goes along with the beat. I didn't hear that. It's like... <laughs> and it's like... Is, this, is there a little duck quack sound effect in there? <laughs> but with, with, with they, how he brings back frequency on by design, I felt that you could have put by design in frequency's place and just got frequency off the fucking album. Yes. Uh, so, so what I, and what I mean is when you get to the second track, that's when it feels like the album really kicks up and really starts, mm. um, where you start to hear the, the real themes of him trying to get out of the dark pit that he's in. You know what I mean? Right. Um, in fact, it even ends with, uh, swim in the light, swim in your love. Let's get well, you know, like, so it sounds like uh, I, I'm trying to get better and I'm like, okay, I get, I can feel that. And um, you get Releaser, which kind of, like, flows in the same vibe. Then you get By Design with fucking Andre 3000. Oh, my God, stop. Stop being on songs and making me want you to come back to hip-hop. God damn it. See, <laughs> Fuck you, Andre. Stop doing this to me. It's like, I feel like fucking Pigman. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> see, it didn't bug me so much because I didn't think Andre was that great on By Design. Oh, that was a, that was awesome. That was so cool. The yeah. fucking wordplay that he was doing. Man, you a hater. You you hating that Andre uh, stacks bitches to the ceiling, uh, fucks 20-inch chrome, and rides on... Uh, I got it backwards. Anyway, you just hating. <laughs> Dude, um... Re- releaser, we went by a little, a little fast. Five minutes and 28 seconds for Releaser is absolutely unnecessary <laughs> uh i wrote 527 seriously fuck you i'd rather be listening to drake than this which oh no which no, when i wrote that no no <laughs> that, that it's kind of a dick thing to have said but especially and how i meant it i kind of meant it as a reference to um how drake recently dissed kid cuddy and yeah. was just kind of saying like look i'd rather listen to drake than this and i wondered if when Cuddy, because you know how he was talking about seeking professional help, if while he was sitting there, his psychiatrist also said he'd rather be listening to Drake. <laughs> no, but I, I actually dug uh, a, lot of, a lot of these songs. I gotta say, like, I, 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 especially one with Drake, because Drake gets specific enough to piss you off. To be like, oh, I, like, this kid Cuddy's in his feelings... And it can be an abstract representation, right? You could be like, I understand where he's going to to this place in a general mood. Drake is specific enough to be like, I feel sad and lonely specifically because she won't text me back the very second that I text her. It's just like, oh, you're a douchebag. I, I can't really feel this. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, here's the thing, though, with Drake. I found, even though I can't stand Drake and Views was one of the worst albums we covered in 2016, like, I still find Drake more interesting in the sense that, like, regardless, and this is like an overarching, underlining, whatever feeling of this whole album, but I'll just get it out of the way now. No matter what Kid Cudi said on this album, I didn't feel anything about the passion or pain that he was claiming to talk about in the title, because <laughs> I couldn't take him serious with the moaning and the auto-tune. 
and when I could even understand what he was saying because he was putting such little effort into it half the time that, like like you said, if you're not going to care, I'm not going to care. So it's like if he was even trying to tell these stories, I couldn't tell, and I was so annoyed with his delivery that that I, I couldn't be bothered to care. In my opinion, everything else on this album was enjoyable, except for Kid Cudi. <laughs> you know like, what it is? This album is a miracle of modern technology. Because if this was made in the 70s and we didn't have <clears throat> all the uh, auto-tune and layering and things that you can do with certain sounds to, to give life to this album, it would be a bore. Oh, yeah. And I, um, I was already pretty bored, especially the only note I have written down for All In and Illusions is, I'm so bored! I was so ready to fucking tune out, dude. But I, I didn't. I listened to the whole thing, you know, before you ask. But, <laughs> holy fuck, dude, like, sometimes there are some interesting things, like, I, I have written down here that in, in Releaser there was, like, whispering over like chanting which at the time seemed kind of dumb but now it's hmm. like well you know it's different but That's... i can't just compare songs to the other songs on the album and go well compared to that song this isn't bad it's still bad it's still not that yeah. good come on I, uh, the first half of this album is not that bad minus the very first song but <laughs> <clears throat> illusions was good mm. are you what? No. Oh, okay. It, uh, in All In. I enjoyed All In. Okay. Here's the thing. This album is more of a, a, a connected flow than it is an individual sort of like, this song's trying to keep you like, you know what I mean? Like this, not, like not every album needs to be, we're up and we're happy and we're trying to keep you going the whole time. Like, you know, I think there should be room for albums like this that are that are lower in tone and that aren't trying to pop out as much, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily saying that it was all done uh, perfectly well, um, but I enjoyed... There were inspired moments in this album, like um, All In, which is where he kind of, like, mainly proclaims that he wants to start changing. I really thought things got live on Rose Golden, uh... There were things that he, it's just the way he said Rose Golden. Like, that sounded so cool. And a lot of the time, he, he has a very sort of sound. But that was the one part where it was just like, it was so clear and so crisp. It was like, if he was able to have this voice all the time, mm. I think his music would be so much more pronounced and like pure. And maybe that's not what he's going for, but it's like, in his voice, like, I didn't know that he could sound like that with that one moment where, you know, everything just sounded so crisp. And I was like, holy shit, like, why isn't he doing this all the time? Like, he has a great voice for that sort of, that, that could really, that can really cut through uh, the music and, like, grab you. But he kind of mainly uses it for the mush mouth, mush mouth stuff. And maybe that's the point that he's trying to do, but it's just like, man, can't you just do, like, an album with that mush mouth stuff and then do another album where I can, like, actually hear you, you know? Um, but, uh, Rose Golden was actually, like, a, a legit piece where he, he's singing with, like, Willow Smith, and it sounded really good. They sounded kind of Jamaican, vaguely, mm. and, oddly enough, as I was listening through the, through this album, I thought to myself, like, you know, if he would have collaborated, like, it's funny, 
I kind of didn't like Views from the Six because it was trying to sound Jamaican and all that stuff. Yeah. But I was thinking about this album, I was like, you know, this could have used a little, like, Jamaican oomph to it. Like, a little, like, just a couple of artists just coming through, Pop Can or, or, or Assassin, just someone coming through, just, like, giving this a little a little bump to it, you know what I mean? It definitely um, could have used an interjection of energy from somebody. I know Andre does that occasionally, but not nearly enough. He He... He does it on the first track, and on that first track, it kind of made me think, like, holy shit, why wasn't this just a collaboration album between Kid Cudi and Andre 3000? Like, that would be awesome. Then I heard, uh, The Guide. Yeah. And I, that was the worst song on the album, bro. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to it see was, here. I may agree so, with you. I might disagree. It was so bad. <laughs> um, his sex moaning and breathing halfway through the song was really gross and unneeded. Yeah, but remember at the end of the verse, he's like, what you want, 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 what you want. it's like, stop it. I think the worst song on the album might be, um, uh, Flight at First Sight. What was that one? Y you know, I do it, I do it, I do it, I do it, I does 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 it. I like that one. Dude, the dude who hates repetitiveness in songs liked I does it, I does it, I does it, I does it. I, you know what it was? Pharrell, bro. It's Pharrell. And then and then what's the what's the very next song called? Does it! <laughs> I see I just wrote it was down. He was leading in. The he next song is called song. Does It. I can't. Wow. I wanna bail so bad right now. <laughs> Dude, that, that was does it. that was straight up shit. I was laughing out loud at how much he was repeating. I does it. That was insane. the I, The production wasn't bad, um, but when it got to the I does it, I couldn't fucking take it anymore. Um, his attempts at trying to be sexy all fa all fall flat in my See, opinion. I, I didn't think he was trying to be sexy. I think he was trying to be hypnotized by this woman. Well, no, in, in, like, in like songs like Dance for Eternity, I think he was trying to go for that a little bit, and yeah. it wasn't working. No, yeah, uh, I, I, I just coined a term <laughs> as I was listening to the song. You know how people say that, uh, you know how people say like, uh, white, pe white people singing like soul music, they call it like blue-eyed soul. Oh, yeah. Oh, his is dead-eyed soul. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, I'm being so soulful, but I can't be bothered to open, open my mouth all the way. It's a, oh, girl. Like, he's half a second away from just, like, passing out. <laughs> but he's trying to be soulful. He's trying. But, There's, like, um, oh, distant hmm? fantasies. Okay, I want to get back to that one, all right? Okay. Uh, uh, but I wanna, I, I wanna finish what I was saying about the, the guide. The worst song on the album. Oh, okay. That creeped me, it was just, like, at first I, I thought it, I thought I was gonna like it. It sounded inspired with the walking beat. I like, did it like that, like yeah. Walking. I was like, this is pretty cool, and now the, the music kind of sounds like it's going with it, I was like, this is kind of cool. But then, like, it just sounds like he's, like, stalking a woman, but in a way that doesn't seem like he knows that he's stalking a woman, you know what I mean? Which is funny, like, because... It's basically the same with Distant Fantasies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, and, you know, on the chorus, he's just, he's just like, in the background here, like, I think it's Andre going like, hey, where are you going? Where are you going? It's just like, dude, like, 
I'm listening to this, like, if I was walking down the street at night, and I was a woman listening to this, I would just start speeding up walking just immediately. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like in the background, you just hear distinctly, oh, where are you going? Where, where are you going? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's sort of like, hey, baby, where are you going? You know? And he just, it just sounds, this song just sounds dumb. And what's really stupid is that, like, this is, like, supposed to be near the end of the album, where he's like, it's bright and heaven is beautiful or whatever. And and heaven is warm. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, like, oh, okay, that's cool. This is, like, part of the transformation. And then I get to this song, and I'm like, wait, uh, is this supposed to be still heaven? Because you just sound like a creeper, dude. You know? Um... But then, like you said, going back to uh, Distant Fantasies, I actually, it, it was unsettling. And it was illustrating a very unstable relationship that he has with this woman. And I liked that. I liked that it was, maybe he, was, he still wasn't aware of it, because a lot of rappers seem to be very un self-aware about their flaws especially since he's like what did he say he's just like um oh uh you're going through the curse of once dating an awesome nigga <laughs> like really are you Bro. awesome are you awesome whatever the first two-thirds of this album was you talking about how how you're trying to fucking change because you're a piece of shit but now you're an awesome nigga like really was you know? not uh, maybe not so much anymore <laughs> and then he goes uh he says stop wasting your fucking chi stop searching chasing your tail uh what does he say he says uh i'll be clear i'm a hell of a man flaws and all somebody would have uh, somebody somebody else would love to have me too just like I I keep telling yourself that buddy uh-huh. like yeah you know what I mean? yeah exactly um the actual the actual verses i, I it was just kind of like very unself-aware but the music around it yeah. It felt like it was written by someone who understood how much of a douchebag he was and was illustrating the creepiness and the sort of um the the uh the sort of dragging her down with him that that yeah. comes with it and and the sort of creepy and stalkerishness and, and and in that way I felt like artistically it kind of shined like uh, <laughs> whether unintentionally or intentionally it was just like because you know I, I'm looking on a uh, rap genius and seeing how other people are interpreting this and they're like yeah they seem to be kind of like unaware as well they're just like oh yeah uh he's telling this girl that she needs to realize that she that she can't get by without him this is like uh no <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's like that. I think he thinks that, you know, she can't get by without him. I think that it feels more like he can't get over this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it, it's it's like he's in the booth spitting this stuff. And then whoever's like producing the beat is doing that, like wiggling the finger around the ear business. You know, like the cuckoo like t- type yeah. shit. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yeah, pal. I and mean, just like puts like the hand in, in like the side of his mouth like you hear this shit <laughs> like the music is campy in like in the way that like it isn't creepy as much as it, as it is uh spooky but see, like it has uh, a spooky intro and then towards yeah. the end it has like that sci-fi space shuttle whistle mm-hmm. it's like yeah exactly and it's like i kind of liked that but everything he was saying i couldn't be fucking bothered and then there was the part where he does the 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 humming thing again. Uh-huh. But the funny thing here is that whereas usually it just feels like he's just like I don't know searching for a melody <laughs> here it sounded like genuinely sinister. 
like menacing. Yeah, like it's just like this is his humming tune as he comes to get his girl, and yeah. he's thinking to himself, oh, "I'm just gonna get her back." <laughs> and like, but when she hears that tune, she's just like, "Oh God, I can't fucking get away." You she know just starts I mean? walking faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it works in the sense of like, if you're trying to tell a story about this guy who just doesn't fucking get it and he's a stalker, but in any other context of someone who genuinely thinks, "Oh man, this girl will never find anyone better than me." Oh boy, no, this is fucking creepy as shit. <laughs> so it, it's unintentionally good <laughs> in, in in what it's in what it's doing. Because people who are like that, they aren't very self-aware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it kind of works in that way. Um then you have uh baptized in fire. Uh something about Travis Scott just makes me like songs less. Uh <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw him in the credits, I was like, oh, <laughs> I sunk then, a little bit. Yeah, then he has like, which is funny because he only does the chorus. But like, there's Kid Cudi goes like, um, "You don't love Scott, you love Kid Cudi." And I thought he was like dissing Travis Scott. <laughs> I thought that too. Like Travis is like, "The fuck? Yeah, why am I, I even bothering? Like, why am I even here then?" Yeah, I was like, "Holy fuck shit!" You. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was like, I thought it was like a like an Eminem thing, you know? He'll just like fucking diss the rapper he's with, like he'll oh, diss yeah. Dre, Dr. Dre and shit, and maybe <laughs> like, like, because at first I thought it was like Kid Cudi, right? And you know he's gonna like, you don't love Scott, you love Cudi, and then the next verse would be like, fuck Cudi, you love Scott. <laughs> Dude, that would have been fucking great. <laughs> but apparently his name is actually like Scott and you know the idea is that oh you don't like who I am for real. You like the 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 persona that I, you know, put out, which honestly seems like the same person like cuz it, it it never feels like he's putting on a pose, you know? Uh, that's considerably less interesting. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. if they would have been beefing mid-song, that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> They would have, like, livened this up, like, holy shit. And maybe it could have been illustrative of the idea that he pushes away people that are, like, his friends. Oh, you know what I shit. mean? Oh, shit. Uh, see, that would have been great. <laughs> like, what if fucking Kid Cudi ends his verse and the hook, like, music starts playing, but, like, Travis already, like, got up and left? <laughs> you hear him in the background. Like, you actually hear him, like, he does, he does the chorus, and then you hear him dissing, like, uh, you know, Travis Scott, and you hear, like, someone in the background, like, Dude, fuck you, and they're just like walking out. <laughs> you just hear his hear his verse ending, and then it's just like, <laughs> pushes the mic, throws the headphones down, <laughs> slams the door. <laughs> that would have been fucking great. Maybe if um, I moan, they won't hear it. Maybe they won't notice. You have that one, and then okay, so he doesn't really rap on this album, right? No, it's mostly bad singing. But. <laughs> The dead-eyed soul, like I said. Come on, uh, let's make that a thing. Dead-eyed soul. Uh, oh, the it. passion, <laughs> though. Passion. <laughs> the passionless passion. <laughs> it's the ironic painful or passion. <laughs> yeah, irony is a big thing with the kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very. It appeals to the hipsters. Yeah. I don't really feel anything. I'm just pretending. I'm just <gasps> imitating the life that I have imitated. What is reality? Anyway, moving on. Uh, so how about so- how he sounds like a cop car at the beginning of Wounds? <laughs> like a cap car. Uh, wee, so wee, wee. I, I like that one too. No, stop. Yeah, come on. He's like, um, no, because that one feels like the song where he's like, he feels like he's gotten better, but he's realizing that he hasn't. 
Because he's like, I did everything right, didn't I? So why am I not whole yet? And then he's just like, oh yeah, you got to dig deeper. Don't lie to yourself. Like, you know you're not done. And like, hasn't that ever happened to you where you're like, you thought you were done with a paper or something like that? Mm. And then they're like, now nah, you weren't done yet. And you're like, no, I, I, I did every fucking thing. What the fuck else do I have to do? You know what I mean? See, that's the problem though. Like, if he would have written this album, but had someone else perform it, like, that would have been one thing, but I, I hate just, like, repeating, but I, like, I couldn't care what he was saying. Like, I couldn't feel it because he didn't make me want to care. Yeah. So, so when it comes down to, like, that's, like, the saving grace of a song, it's like, no, all I heard, all, all that, like, came across to me with this was, this motherfucker cannot sing at all. He's never on tune. He sounds like crap. He's trying to win me over with this humming and moaning, and it isn't working. So it's like any, any like depth he could have had, like it's lost on me because I'm like it's a chore to listen to him at all because he's so off-putting. Yeah. I and how you, how about the uh, the next one? If I does it, I does it, I doesn't want it wasn't enough for you. How about heaven again, again, heaven again, heaven again, again. Heaven, heaven again. Mmm. Heaven again. Yeah. Heaven again. Yeah, we're in heaven again. Yeah, we're in heaven again. So, can I say this much? You liked that, that one was... too, didn't you? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just like, please don't tell me. So, that was the one where it was like, yeah, I'm starting to go into the light. See? I'm totally becoming better. And it was just like, uh, well, I don't really know what the transition was supposed to be like what did you do that made it better and you know maybe it could be where it was just like uh like on the beyonce album was they kind of talk about it but it's mainly just felt through the music right Mm. but the thing is he didn't let the music breathe in order for that to work so he's putting in these lyrics and they're not really explaining anything so i'm just like like uh what is it because uh i think that was the mature nature one right yeah and that's the one where he's like uh, no pictures. Grown women get on the fo- uh, get on the floor. Phone in the purse. See, there are levels. And I'm just like, how is this going to be in the song where it's supposed to be the transition? Talking about women getting on the floor and having <laughs> phones in their purses. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? You know what I mean? It's just mm. like where, like, I'm trying to feel you on the coming into the light sort of thing, but I don't know how it's supposed to work. You know? Yeah. Um, you just need to give me more or completely cut it out and just have it be a musical thing where it's just like just do your humming dick nickadoo thing you do uh and then okay so he raps on this album like three or four times and usually i'm the type of person who's like oh finally we get some rapping something i can like latch on to some lyrics i hated his rapping i hated every single one of his verses and i hope he never raps again (laughs) Like, I, I like it more when it's just like the free-flowing da-da-da. When he tries to be like, yeah, I'm the best, bitch. It's just like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? If the whole rest of the album hadn't already happened, setting up this whole other thing, maybe that would have worked. But yeah, like, it just clashes. He actually has a lyric where he says, I ain't even mad at it because uh, you because you made it this far. Or like, you made it this far with me. And I thought that he was talking to the audience. <laughs> like, that was just a You're almost halfway through. Look at you. What a winner. Hey, yeah. Thanks for still listening. 
If you're if you're still listening to this album, uh, you've won the Kid Cudi sweepstakes. Go the to Kid Cudi participation to... award. Yeah, go to this website to retrieve your prize. <laughs> Didn't that happen to someone once? It was like they played something backwards, and it was just like, if you're playing this backwards, you're the winner of this award, or something like that. Oh, dude, I don't know. I never heard that. <laughs> That would be so funny if, like, the album was trying to be super long just to, like, just as an endurance test. And, like, if you made it this far, just like, ah, just fucking with you. Anyway, go here to retrieve your prize. <laughs> See, Kitchen... Kitchen, kitchen was, was kind of dumb. Uh, it's the same mission. Stay out the kitchen. All that. If you can't stand the heat of my love, like, I, ah, I, get, uh-huh. get out of here. Yeah. Ooh. But, um, it it, it was kind of, like, disco-y and, and, and a little bit fun. More fun than, like, the rest of the album was. So I kind of liked that. And I really... I was a sucker for the strings outro. That was nice, yeah. The outro to that, I love strings... And it sounded really good on that song. Uh, there were even a little bit of strings on Cosmic Warrior, which... Uh, I hated the lyrics of that Boy, one. oh boy. That I'm one, a Cosmic Warrior. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> that was a really weird one, because he's going for a certain thing. I'm not sure what it is. I even wrote down, not listening to the words, auto-tune, humming, and moaning. Uh... Whatever he's going for, because I liked the beat, but can you tell me why there needed to be a random hawk sound effect? I I don't know. That was the silliest shit. <laughs> it sounded like a fucking Old Spice ad. <laughs> like you just expect to see the fucking, like, J- JPEG bird fly into frame for a second and then fly back out like still like wings not flapping and just yeah. like what the hell is this <laughs> like, like it just this song feels like it should be on a completely different album like this is about the incredible uh, demon slaying cosmic warrior uh, Cutter the Kid. You know Ooh. what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, because he's talking about like a legend surrounded by infinite light takes off in a swan dive into the cosmos. Like, that sounds kind of cool. Like, this the intro to something happening, but it's just like, that does not fit into this whole album about, you know, being down and finally getting back up and trying to pull through. Like, I kind of felt that on the, uh, I felt that on the, uh, what was the song with, uh, Willow Smith? Rose Golden. That oh, yeah. was the triumphantness that was realistic that I kind of felt. But this sort of painting himself as this w- w- warrior going into the night, like, no, I don't believe you. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Maybe um, that was supposed to represent, like, like a daydream? I don't know. Maybe. I don't want to um, make excuses for him. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it, yeah, the... This album really ended up being lopsided on a lot of points. And where at at first I didn't mind it. On the second listen I started to like it and then halfway through when it when it started going into the positive song, which is what I thought I would like more, I actually ended up liking the the songs where he's in the darkness more where I was like, shit, I feel really bad about this. At least until Waves. I I, I mean uh the surfing. I enjoyed that one. That was a fun that was a good outro. That was a good way to go out. You know what I mean? If you pull this up on Genius 
you can fill up your entire screen yeah, but <laughs> with better get up off my wave, better get up off my wave. I, I, there was like three minutes left in the song. I was like, I'm good. That, I think I heard everything there is to hear this. I'm fucking that's done. The, that's the credit roll. <laughs> oh, God. Like, as I long really, as this fucking album is, come on. I really wanted to like surfing because it's it's another uh it's another um Pharrell Williams uh track. I liked the beat, although the trumpets sounded like a keyboard sample and that was a little distracting. Mm. Um absolutely never needed to be six fucking minutes. <laughs> um for for an outro track, no, come on. Uh, other than that, I liked it, uh, but, again, just kind of in comparison to the other songs, uh, the repeating shit was unacceptable, um, the beat got a little more fun towards the end, but that was around the time it just started repeating shit into the oblivion. But see, what's wrong with that? Sometimes, sometimes shit repeats, bruh. If you're, if you listen to Parliament, man, shit repeats. You know? Dude, didn't just, like, on two episodes ago, you were saying how a line repeated four times in a chorus is, like, a pet peeve, but someone repeating, bitch, get a, better get off my wave, or whatever, like, 80 times is like, oh, no, th that's a fine, suitable outro. It, it all depends on the context. Mm-mm. If, yes, if you can make someone feel what the moment is that's happening, if the music pulls together enough to put you in the moment, you want that moment to repeat, right? I mean, that's the point of <clears throat> music being in a rhythm in the first place. The idea is that your your brain gets used to something and you want it to repeat. Now, if it's annoying, I don't want it repeated. Or if it's like a chorus and the song is supposed to be structured a certain way, like you don't need to fucking repeat the chorus or whatever so much. But if it's the end of the album, I mean, you know, it's riding out. You know what I mean? And, and now, now I, I I I feel you in the sense that if this is a better album. I think I think that's what I think that's what you might be feeling. If you felt that this was a better album, the the repetition would have been earned. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because I wasn't feeling it at all. Like, I, like I wasn't feeling shit throughout the whole album. So, him just repeating that a million times just kind of felt like a cheap cop out. We didn't even talk about how he somehow got away with having. No, 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 yeah, as a chorus in Commando. <laughs> or the right, Commander. That was stupid. But see, no, no, it no, could be. Ugh. See, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Explain. See, that could be his denial trying to tell him to not go into the light, but he's telling himself, yeah, I will. I will accept and, and, and go forward. So I will stupid. not deny okay myself the freedom of my soul. Ugh. I no. like that it had acoustic guitar on there. I thought that was different, but it wasn't great. The beat was cool. His mumbling took away from it. And the no, 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 no was pretty stupid, <laughs> in my opinion. And apparently he's done that before. Oh. Like, there's another song where he does that. Oh, God. <laughs> did, did you know his last album is also an hour and a half? Jesus Christ. And it just came out last year. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. It's like... An hour and a half of music, like take a break. <laughs> and it, and it's more tracks too. It's like more than nineteen. I forget exactly how many. But yeah, it's just like, who the fuck you doing this for, man? 
Aren't there like orchestral interludes on that one though? Oh, um. Oh wait. Oh, it's it's like a bonus disc. Oh, there, okay. there's 18 tracks. Then there's a bonus disc that includes uh, demos. Man, these artists, yeah. man, they they give they're giving too much. <laughs> you're work <laughs> you're working too hard, bro. Uh, so here's the part I'm dreading. Out of five, my friend, what would you give? Passion, pain, and demon slaying. Six. No, stop. I am so fucking playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Not get the fuck all the way out of here. <laughs> nah. Um, I would give this a three. I'd give it a two. There are so many inspirational moments and, and just little moments that are inspired in ways, but that really get drowned out by... The person with this personality that thinks that they have a better personality than they do, than they're presenting, like, mm. especially on the fucking uh, distant fantasies, where he's like, I'm the best person you'll ever have. Like, uh, chill out. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And, and the funny thing is, is like, when I get to that point, I don't want to see you succeed now. Unless there's something that comes with you, n like, noticeably saying that you realize that you're an asshole and that you're changing. What was that one song where he's just like, uh, so a lot of this album is very abstract, right? Yeah. But then you get this one song where he's just like, uh, doing music, TV, and movies, sitting on floors we ain't ever heard of, and the media want to act like I ain't out here. It's like, dude, no. His music is, meh. He raps, and when he does rap, like, it's not really that good, but he doesn't even rap that much. And his singing isn't really that good, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and when he acts, it, he's a fucking horrible actor. So it's just like, you can't really go like, oh yeah, doing music, TV, and movies. Like, no, you're, you're not doing it that well. Like, so, <laughs> you know, it's just really unearned bragging. And so it just like, just doesn't fit. You know what I mean? So, if, um, if, if I did a different job every day and I was like, Man, I'm a bricklayer, and I'm a I, I'm I'm a teacher's aide. I'm I, I'm an Uber trade. driver. They'd be like, yeah, but like you did it for like five minutes. Ah, it doesn't matter. I still did it though. Ah, <laughs> uh, so here's the part I'm dreading. Out of five, my friend, what would you give? Passion, pain, and demon slaying. Six. No, stop. I am so fucking playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Not get the fuck all the way out of here. <laughs> nah. Um, I would give this a three. I'd give it a two. There are so many inspirational moments and, and just little moments that are inspired in ways, but that really get drowned out by... The person with this personality that thinks that they have a better personality than they do, than they're presenting, like, mm. especially on the fucking uh, distant fantasies, where he's like, I'm the best person you'll ever have. Like, uh, chill out. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And, and the funny thing is, is like, when I get to that point, I don't want to see you succeed now. Unless there's something that comes with you, n like, noticeably saying that you realize that you're an asshole and that you're changing. 
You know, yeah. the change feels like it's supposed to come just because it's supposed to come and not because you actually did anything. Well, that about does it for the Going Off podcast. First episode of 2017. If this is your first episode you've ever heard of ours, all our past episodes are available on YouTube, SoundCloud, and now iTunes. So make sure you're following our RSS feed or whatever you want to do. You can subscribe to us on YouTube or on SoundCloud. Or just follow the show on iTunes, whichever works easiest for you. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook as well. If you're watching us on uh, YouTube right now, all the links are on your screen. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, all our uh, social media links are on the right-hand side, including our Patreon links. So if you want to help us financially, that's the way to do it. Like the gentleman that requested uh, this album for this week's podcast. Um... Little oh, update. Oh. We mm. mentioned this last week, but uh, the prices of the uh, re- uh, album reviews has changed. Uh, so visit our Patreons, uh, patreon.com slash muse and patreon.com slash rap critic uh, for all the new prices. And um, I oh, guess and, just... uh, look out for uh, my new album uh, yes. with uh, Rock on Tour Click is out now. Did you get a chance to check it out? I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing yet, though. Where can uh, Where can everyone check that out? We can find it out on, um, on I think it's Master Artisans Bandcamp. Okay. Oh, mm. Let me see. When I go to Bandcamp, where is that? Uh, oh yeah, themasterartisan.bandcamp.com. Nice. And uh, it's also just on SoundCloud. If you just go there, the album should be available. Master Artisan. Just look up Master Artisan on SoundCloud or or Rack onto a Click. It might be Rack onto a Click now. Um. R A K O N T Y R click. Uh, yeah, he he changed it. Cool. That's a uh, it's five dollars for a digital download or more since it's Bandcamp. So if you want to give a little bit more to help a brother out, you can certainly do that. And then and then uh, Jess actually has this project that she's doing. I know this is just another thing, but she's uh, working on this project about like uh, women as superheroes, and it's a whole cool little thing where it's like trying to promote like. Uh, you know, more, uh, more diversity in like toys for little girls and stuff. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So, you know, check that out. That's the whole thing. And, uh, I'm about 80 to 90% done with my worst of uh, 2016 script. So that'll be coming out soon for anyone who's been uh, waiting on that. Yeah. And my worst lyrics episode is coming out, uh, this week. It should be out probably by the time this episode is done or something like that. (laughs) Oh, sweet. Mine will take a little bit more time than that but uh it'll be up in the coming weeks so you got all that to look forward to yeah and you know it's funny like (laughs) i I was thinking about working on it sooner but i was thinking like you know what i'm gonna be more thorough this year because uh you know when you get like you know more people in your audience or whatever and more people is it you know more people are gonna be like oh what about this what about this what about this i was like i feel like i should i owe i owe it to people to take more time you know what i mean because like fucking uh when I did my list last year, so many people were pointing out lyrics, and I was like, holy shit, that would have been hilarious to talk about. Holy shit, I should have done that. So I literally just asked them this year on my Facebook and my Twitter. I was just like, guys, tell me, what is your worst? And and if I like it, I'll add it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And I, and I actually ended up making a couple changes to my list because I was like, holy shit, yeah, that's so much worse. <laughs> I'm going to end up uh, doing that just one last time 
but before I before I do the final uh, the final run through with the final draft, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Thank you very much for listening, and tune in again next week. Until then, I'm Muse, and I'm Rap Critic, telling you to uh, you know listen to reviews before you consume any media because your money is very hard earned. <laughs>